0: one 387 8025 That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show.
1: Okay, we're ready to go. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome aboard America's number one travel radio show, everyone. It's just past 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, the 12th of January as we broadcast live. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, what's ahead today is the fastest two hours in travel as Mary Rudy and I connect with you on everything and anything in the world of travel. Well, we hope you've had a nice week. Certainly, winter storm G is causing havoc for travelers across the midsection of the nation this weekend. And it's been a cold week here in the New York area, hasn't it, Mary?
2: It has. Uh, It's the wind gusts. But listen, we have no snow on the ground, and it's January 12th. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know our producers are so mad at me for saying that well, I, I can hear them. They're right, like yeah. I've just jinxed the entire New York area for snow. Mm-hmm. Rudy, um, how is it in Minnesota? Is it above freezing yet?
3: It was for several days. It was in the yeah. 40s. Uh, wow! But, but but look, you know anything wow. above zero here is not worth commenting on. Literally, Although we, I we need that the when breaking I'm
1: news here. banner, Rudy. It's above <laughs> freezing in Minnesota. It yeah, that, yeah, that's worth
3: commenting on. But uh, you exactly. know, it's three degrees above. Once it goes below zero, then people, you know, the weather guys start going. Ah, it's going to be below zero tonight.
1: Well, Man- that, that winter Minnesota. storm today, I understand, and for the folks in Missouri, radar cre- it's, it's going to cover like 1,500 miles, but uh, from what I understand, Missouri is going to get hit pretty hard today, yeah. so all the way through D.C. Uh, listen, before you know, we, we get into we've got a very busy show ahead, uh, but if you'll be in the New York City area in two weeks on January 26th, why not come by the Javits Center to meet Mary, Rudy, and me and watch the show live? And that's because the Travel Trio, we're all going to be together for a live broadcast from the New York Times Travel Show. We're also going to be hosting their top general session event in the afternoon that day as well. So if you'll be in the New York City area on January 26th and would like to come join us, they've reserved a number of free tickets for members of our audience. It's going to save you $25. Just go to NYT Travel Show, New York Times Travel Show, so nyttravelshow.com. Enter our special code of RM in the discount field, and you'll get your free tickets. So in a minute, we're going to have our Jean-Jacques Travel update. But, Mary, first, why don't we do the Hour One Rundown?
2: We are. Okay, I feel like I need a drum roll for this one. Uh, Emeril Lagasse, top chef, will join us for today's showcase segment as we talk travel, food, and more with the man who likes to kick it up a notch. Yes, he does. Looking forward to that. He certainly does. Kate Harris is ahead for the latest Right Stuff episode as she details her adventures biking along the Silk Road in China. And we'll learn about the history of food and drink in the skies with Richard Foss. And also this hour, we will take you to Breckenridge, Colorado, when Lucy K joins us for Destination Spotlight number 37 i bet
1: you they're enjoying the snow out there right now uh you know listen folks uh on a programming note as well next hour we're going to be sharing the latest travel polls we'll hold them to the top of hour two uh and we'll also take a stab at finding out which travel credit cards are the best out there there are so many of them but right now it's time for our jean Jacques travel update and it hasn't been a particularly good week for him With that (laughs) barrel as well. Well, Jean Jacques, listen, we're sending our best messages. We're going to continue to follow him each week. Folks, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you missed last week's show, we reported that the 71 year old Frenchman who decided for 2019 (laughs) he's going to cross the Atlantic Ocean in a barrel. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to provide somewhat of a weekly update until we find out uh, if he makes it. But Jean Jacques says it's going to take him about three months. He left the Canary Islands just prior to New Year's Eve. And he expects to arrive in the Caribbean sometime in March. So, Mary, you're following this. What I latest? am following this guy.
2: Uh-huh. What an adventure! So he's a little bit behind schedule. Uh, last week was a tough week. He was heading too far north, and he he estimates he's about 15 days onto an extended schedule now from those northerly wind currents. But he had a better week this week. Um, he's now going south again, and of course, he's still going west. Uh, he's reading, he plays a mandolin, he's, he's eating <laughs> well. He had couscous and a glass of wine this week. Um, it's quite an adventure following this guy. The or- These, this, so this barrel is only about 10 feet long, right. 8 feet wide. And to give you an idea of what they look like, it's bright orange, but it, it's kind of like the barrels that people you know, go over the Niagara Falls with. It's similar construction. It's plywood. Right. Um pretty, pretty much.
3: <laughs> we should remind listeners that he's 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 being powered by currents. He doesn't have Correct. a, a Correct. motor or anything.
2: Right? Nothing, no motor. And, uh, but, uh, but exactly. didn't something blow off the barrel or something you said this week? Uh, he jammed his fingers in the lid the hatch uh, and he's uh. a splint his two fingers and he um, he's very happy this week because he's going in the right direction. All right, well Jean-Jacques, listen,
1: our thoughts are with you and we will continue to monitor your progress, but it looks like now he's gonna get there in April or so, so we'll have to see. So right now, before we get Emerald, I know he's coming up next segment Uh, rudy what's grabbed your attention for travel news
3: well united airlines has joined this trend to crack down on emotional support animals uh the airline announced that as of right now only dogs cats and mini horses i don't know how they got in there will be considered emotional support animals and those pets must be older than four months to be permitted on the airline united is banning all emotional support animals on flights eight hours or longer of any description which is sometimes when people probably need them the most if you booked a flight on United with an emotional pet about to be banned before January 3rd, you're not affected by this more stringent rule. Now, this follows similar decisions by, uh, by a decision by Delta about a month ago. Delta claimed it had to tighten rules due to an 84% increase in incidence of urination, defecation, and attacks. Now, I don't know 84% increase over what period of time, but anyway, it was Trouble City, apparently. So, hmm. big change. I mean, yeah. not allowing any any comfort pl- uh, emotional support animals on flights no. over eight hours. Wow.
1: Well, well because uh, you know, I want to always take my uh, emotional horse with me, my, my mini horse. Your so mini I'm horse. sorry, you know, <laughs> I, I'm very upset about you, United not allowing me to do that. Now. I'm s- astounded
3: at that, frankly.
2: All right. Well, we've talked a lot about over tourism uh, in certain cities and around the world. And Venice is certainly one of those cities. About 30 million people visit Venice each year, and a measure in Italy's 2019 budget law will now allow the local government in Venice to charge day trippers for access to the city's historic center as a way to help defray the costs of maintaining this destination in terms of cleaning the city and managing the city a little bit better. The mayor's office said it would vary in price from two and a half euros to 10 euros per person, um, exemptions for students and for people traveling briefly to Venice for work or business. Overnight visitors will not be taxed. This is just for day trippers. Day
1: tripper coming in. Uh, Real quick, United Air. uh, United Van Lines, I still have the emotional uh, support animals on my head, but United Van Lines, they have their 42nd annual Nationals Mover Study that just came out. Uh, Americans, they are on the move, certainly moving um, you know, from one state to another. Here are the top states that they're moving into, Vermont, Oregon, Idaho, Nevada, Arizona, South Carolina is 6th. Uh, uh, where are people leaving? Well, they're leaving New Jersey, number one, Mary. Uh, they, oh, where uh, I grew up. Significantly. Really? Illinois, Connecticut, New York, Kansas, and Massachusetts. So the Northeast, not looking
3: good. Well, it's nice Jersey to have you in the house underrated. today. Oh. I know. I, I'm, right? I'm, su- I'm surprised. I like right? <laughs> A lot of things in the news surprise me. The mini horses things surprised me. <laughs> well, it was nice to have you in the house today. When we return, bam, Emerald Lagasse checks in. Emeril Lagasse for what should be a fun segment on travel, food, and more. wonder if he's trademarked that bam thing. Mary and Robert, will be talking to him in just a moment. Stick around.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RMWorldTravel. We're coming right back.
3: Almost half of Americans make a New Year's resolution every single year. One resolution worth sticking to this year, keeping your home and family safe. Which is why we recommend Simply Safe Home Security. It's 24/7 home security with no contracts or catches. PC Magazine named Simply Safe both Editor's Choice and Readers' Choice for 2018. Go to simplysafetravel.com to get started with Simply Safe. That's simplysafetravel.com to protect your home, family, or even your small business today. Simplysafetravel.com, or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under Sponsors.
2: We've all tried a lot of pillows over the years, at home, in hotels, on planes, while staying with family, friends, or wherever. If you're looking for an innovative pillow, my pillow is it. You can adjust my pillow's patented fill to your individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer. My pillows are made in the USA, they're backed with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. And you can even wash them and dry them. Right now, if you buy one MyPillow, you'll get a second for free. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RM, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
3: When it comes to meat, quality matters. That's why we made the switch to ButcherBox. ButcherBox ships right to your door, and their meat is guaranteed to be humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones ever. And now ButcherBox has wild Alaskan sockeye salmon, sourced and sustainably harvested in Bristol Bay, Alaska. And for a limited time, ButcherBox is offering our listeners two pounds of wild Alaskan sockeye salmon plus $20 off your first box when you sign up at butcherbox.com rm. Visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors for a link.
2: When it comes to costly car repairs, you need options. That's what you get with Extended Vehicle Protection from CarShield. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for covered repairs easy. And your favorite mechanic or dealership can do the work. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. Get covered with Extended Vehicle Protection. Call 800-CAR-6100 and use code RM or visit CarShield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under Sponsors.
0: Now, back to RM World Travel. Thanks for staying with
1: us, everyone. Robert Mary here with you again for more of our World Travel get-together as we kick it up a notch with Emma Lagasse this segment. First, however, a brief word about Ama Waterways River Cruises.
2: One of the most anticipated events in river cruising this year is the debut of the new Ama Magna that's coming in May. And if you're interested in experiencing this new type of river cruise, be sure to book your travels now. You can find out all about this tremendous new ship on the Ama Waterways website. This ship is going to redefine how travelers cruise on the Danube, and they're offering an array of different itineraries for Ama, you.
1: You know, they are, Mary, absolutely. At AMA waterways they also have a new ship coming on the Dwaraw River in a few months as well. And right now they're offering free round-trip airfare to Europe on select 2019 sailings, as well as a special two-for-one offer on select Mekong River cruises. There are other specials as well you can check out that might be right for you. So just go to AmaWaterways.com or check out RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors.
2: Our guest for today's showcase segment doesn't need much of an introduction. Emerald Lagasse is certainly well-known around the globe from his television shows he's a respected top celebrity chef as well as an author a restaurateur and more to maximize our time with emerald today since he's holding on the show hotline let's get right to him
1: well it's nice to make this connection with you emerald mary and i welcome you to america's number one travel radio show
4: Well, thank you so much for having me.
1: Really appreciate your time today. So, Emeril, listen, we invited you on the program today because, you know, we were recently scrolling through some programs on Amazon Prime and happened to cross, by accident, Eat the World with Emeril Lagasse. So let's start there. would love to know what prompted you to marry your passions for food with travel to create the program.
4: Well, I think that travel is extremely important. It's sort of like an open education book. Uh, The show intrigued me because of not only being with, friends, colleagues, but going to places with them that they were uh, familiar or maybe not so familiar with to explore and learn about the culture, the people, and, of course, the food. Um, so it was a great experience. It started in uh, in Italy with Nancy Silverton.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Each show had a different mission uh, that we were going to. This particular mission was finding a guy by the name of Franco Pepe Oh, absolutely who was considered to be uh, the world's uh, greatest pizza maker and what makes his pizza so special and so that was the mission for that show. went that... to Korea uh, with Danny Bowen went to Spain with Jose Andreas in his hometown ending up in Barcelona right and then uh, we uh, went to China.
1: Yeah, you had Mario uh, Batali with you in China. That was a yeah, fun
4: show. Yeah, that was show. a great episode. Yeah, great show. On the mission there was, you know, soup dumplings. I went to Cuba with uh, Arun Sanchez, mm-hmm. which was a great experience as well. So the whole thing was about traveling these places. And really what happened is what I believe for 30 years. And that is, is that if you if you can understand the culture... And if you can understand the people, because the culture will make you understand the people, then you can understand the food. And I have had that philosophy for more than 30 years, referencing it to Louisiana, um, about the culture there, the people, and of course the food.
2: Emeril, I'd like to touch on that. New Orleans, of course, I think a lot of us are certainly very familiar with all of your great work and restaurants there. And I could certainly ask you this question about a lot of your businesses, but I want to keep it specifically to your work as a top chef. I would really like to know, when you meet with your culinary teams in your restaurants, what is most important to you that you get across to your teams for the guest experience and the traveler experience when they come to your restaurants?
4: Well, you know, I started something, I uh, will be 30, 30 years old uh, this March. And from day one, we always had a, what we call a pre-meal or a pre-service meeting. And in that meeting, we talk about, it's really about education. We talk about the guests and the guests coming in that evening. We talk about food. Uh, we talk about what's special. Uh, we talk about service, and we talk about mixology and, of course, wine. Mm -hmm. Um, The point of getting not only on the same page so that we're all facing the same show that night, but it's really about taking care of the guests and having the knowledge to take care of the guests. So, these days, our menus change pretty much every day. We are pretty much either seed-to-table or farm-to-table, for the most part. We do import certain things at certain restaurants, i.e. like truffles, truffle season, Mm -hmm. etc. But it's also important to understand the soil and understand where these products are actually coming from. So 30 years ago, the picture was a little bit different because we sort of had to bring in or import, if you will, products, ingredients from other places. Um, Then we started a farm cooperative uh, locally in Mississippi, and that really started the foundation of, of where we are and who we are today.
1: I want to ask you, Emeril, uh, a few years ago, I spent some time with a successful chef from a restaurant in South Beach, and she appeared on Top Chef. I found it interesting when she shared some secrets into dissecting menus at restaurants. Essentially, in in a nutshell, what she said was that items kind of appearing at the top of a menu, they provide kind of the greatest profit to a restaurant, while items appearing lower on the menu. They offer the least amount of profit, if you will. The daily specials are also uh, high-profit items for restaurants. I- I've always wanted to ask you to know, chefs. I've never had an opportunity to do that, so I'm going to ask you, is, is that true from your knowledge and experience?
4: Well, um, there may be a, a lot of people maybe that are operating like that uh, with more gross margins. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, in my restaurants, we, we don't, and my chefs, uh, my general managers, they're not trained that way. They're actually trained to uh, cost out, uh, buy ingredients, okay. uh, to make a total dish, and then, um, you know, to have a certain percentage across the board. There are things like, example, there are things like domestic lamb. Uh, for a, the longest time, we were known for our Colorado lamb Uh, We had a rack of lamb on the menu at Emerald's, but it just got so darn expensive that we couldn't afford to have gross margins and really, in a sense, kind of losing money just to have a rack of lamb on the menu.
1: That makes sense. So then
4: we have to get together as a think tank and think about other things and other parts of the lamb that we can use that would still be a great experience for the guests. Mm but not costing the guests $65 Sixty-five dollars for a rack of lamb. I, I couldn't do that.
2: Right, right. Interesting. Um. So, Emerald, I do want to ask you about Mardi Gras briefly. So, I do want to note your restaurants. Yeah, that we you can't have Emerald on the show without and and talking talk New about, Orleans. Go back to New Orleans yeah. for a second. So, you have Nola, Emeralds Del Monaco, Emeralds New Orleans, and Merrill, of course. So, in about six yeah. weeks, Mardi Gras is coming to New Orleans, and for our listeners around the country, I'm sure many are planning on attending. What's Emerald's recommendation for New Orleans? Yeah, I don't think there's anyone better to give yeah, us advice. We have to get that from you.
4: Well, beside, beside, um, beside my restaurants, there are things in New Orleans that people can do that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be fine dining or white tablecloth. You know, of course, there are, are you know great places like Commander's Palace, mm-hmm. uh, Bryson's, uh, Susan Spicer, uh, Donald Link's Restaurants. A variety of restaurants is incredible in New Orleans. The dining scene right now is—it's really sort of out of control. I—I want to—I don't quite remember the exact numbers, but one of my writer friends told me that a little over ten years now, Hurricane Katrina, we had about seven, eight hundred restaurants in the city of New Orleans. Right. Keep in mind that the population is not very big. However, now it's over and close to 1,600 restaurants. Wow. Think about that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, and the population is lower. So the variety of people traveling to New Orleans come open-minded, have fun, do a little research, do a little homework and you're going to have a great, great time. Well, listen, uh, New Orleans, great city. Yeah. We love it,
1: and we know it's so special to you. Emerald, very nice to speak with you today. We really appreciate it. Best wishes with all of your enterprises. Hopefully, you'll come back again at some point, and happy travels to you, okay?
4: Uh, I, I would love to come back, and thanks for having me. Thank Take care, you. Emerald. Take Thank care, care Emeril. Thank you so much. All right, we could have done the entire show great, with Emeril. I hope I think, he comes back. It, note yeah. to our producers
1: next time. Maybe Emerald's going to get the full hour, we'll have to <laughs> say. Folks, a reminder you can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at RM World Travel. We're going to take a quick break, but we hope you'll stay right where you are as there's a lot more RM World Travel ahead and we're going to get to it right after these sponsor messages.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back.
2: The right hire can have such an impact on your business. That's why you should post your job on LinkedIn. It intelligently targets candidates based on their skills, recommendations, even how open they are to new opportunities. Insights that are only on the linkedin.com slash rm network. Your post is matched to the best people for the job. And right now, if you visit linkedin.com slash rm, you'll get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash rm. Terms and conditions apply. Or for more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. The new year brings exciting opportunities. A great night's sleep on a Casper mattress can help you take advantage of them. It's truly a comfortable mattress. And Casper ships for free, so you can try it for 100 nights risk free. Getting better sleep is a New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. Go to Casper.com and use code RM3 for $50 towards the purchase of select mattresses. That's Casper.com, code RM3. Or as we always tell you, for more info, you can visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Additional fees may apply for Hawaii and Alaska. Terms and conditions apply.
0: to connect with the program call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com Vacation, Vacation, pass with. Vacation,
3: Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. This segment of the program is made possible by the company buyquitwithzero.com RM That's just in time for the arrival of 2019. For anyone who smokes cigarettes and wants to quit for good, there's now a new company that makes it easier to quit smoking. They're making quitting simple with a method clinically proven to curb cravings and nicotine withdrawal symptoms. Here's how it works. You get a physician, prescribed medication to curb cravings, plus nicotine gum to help fight withdrawal symptoms and continued support. It takes just five minutes to sign up. It's all done online. You just answer a few simple questions about your smoking and medical history, and a licensed physician will review your information. Now, if you qualify, your treatment is delivered right to your door. never have to visit a doctor's office or a pharmacy. That makes quitwithzero.com slash RM both simple and effective. So if you want to stop smoking or know someone who does, see if you qualify today and get our special discount by going to quitwithzero.com. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Be sure to put that RM after quitwithzero.com. You've heard of the Silk Road. It was an ancient, and I mean ancient, network of roads, and I use the word road loosely too, that served as trade routes between the east and the west. It's not just one road, and those routes still exist today. Kate Harris and her friend Mel Yule biked a short section of the Silk Road in Asia in 2006 before settling down to pursue her childhood dream of going to Mars by studying at Oxford and MIT. But she had a change of heart that'll let her explain. And she and Ms. Yule decided to bike the Silk Road eight years ago through 10 countries over 10 months and crossing 10,000 kilometers. One result other than consuming 10,000 packs of instant noodle is a book called Land of Lost Borders, published by Viking. Uh, Kate, first question, why the change of heart from uh, being in academia, I mean goodness, Oxford and MIT, to hitting the open road?
6: Yeah, well, as, as a kid, I really wanted to be an explorer, and an explorer in the historic sense of the term, you know, someone who goes to goes into terra incognita, basically. Um, and I realized that there's not much of that left on this planet, or so I thought as a little kid. And it, figured, it seemed to me that science was was the way to discover new things. Um, and so I, I pursued that very academic path for a long time and gradually just realized I, I'm not good at being contained. Um, I really love being outside and, and encountering new landscapes and new cultures. Um, and... Travel felt to me like what I was after in exploration. It didn't matter so much that I wasn't actually planting the first flags or leaving the first
3: footprints. So you went back. Now lest anyone think the Silk Road today is some nicely paved road with a cute little bicycle path running alongside of it, explain to us what it's really like.
6: Yeah, <laughs> uh, road is a euphemism often. Um, <laughs> I mean there are stretches that are six lane highways and then there are stretches that you can barely discern in the grass and, and rock that you're biking through. Um, so we tried to stick to the, the less traveled, the less paved um, roads on the Silk Road network because, you know, pretty vulnerable on a bicycle with traffic going by. But also we wanted to see more wildlife than uh, busy roads would permit.
3: Okay. Now, I am familiar with the part of the road that's in Uzbekistan and the, uh, the cities of Hiva, Bukhara, Samarkand. But I did that along with a car, a guide, and uh, a television crew. You were two women on bicycles traversing Tajikistan along the Afghan border, Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, Tibet, Nepal, northern India into the Himalayas as high as 17,000 feet, I might add. Um, Did you encounter lots of problems? Did you have any fear for your own safety? Um, We had
6: a sort of array of bike problems, you know, flat tires and broken spokes and various parts um, breaking. But as far as our own safety, we were just Sort of welcomed at every turn by people and treated with incredible kindness, like lost family almost. It was it was astonishing to be on the receiving end of that kind of generosity, especially in places that you only hear bad news from. If you you know if you've heard of Tajikistan, it's it's probably something negative in the news. Um, when the reality is is quite different. Nice. Uh, so we were we were just amazed by. It.
3: That is very heartening to hear. Now, you approached this ride as more than pure adventure, didn't you? You were you were interested in something called transboundary, transboundary wilderness conservation. What is that?
6: Yeah, that's right. So transboundary conservation basically takes the idea that science is this kind of neutral ground in theory that um, countries that normally don't get along can maybe meet on. And um, especially when countries have mutual interests in, say, protecting Wildlife in our mountain range that um, they share that forms a border, perhaps. Uh, Science can be a way of of bringing people together that otherwise wouldn't be talking. And so I was really excited about that idea, just the idea of science as a force for peace and connection in the world.
3: And we have a minute left. Were you heartened by what you saw and found in that regard?
6: Absolutely. It was actually pretty amazing to see, even in countries where um, transboundary conservation or cooperation wasn't happening officially. it was happening on sort of a person-to-person level between scientists and conservationists. So you know across the border of, of Turkey and Armenia, um, NGOs are talking even if, even if the governments don't really permit formal collaboration. so, so th- there's a lot happening across borders um, and they're not as, as robust and unpassable as they seem.
3: Well that is heartening to hear in 10 seconds, what do you do and tell us what you're doing now in life?
6: Well, I'm, the adventure continues in the sense that I'm uh, learning how to fly a small plane, which has always been a dream of mine, and uh, learning how to live off-grid in a tiny cabin in a pretty wild place.
3: Okay, well, good for you. Well, it's a heartening report uh, uh, that you bring back to us. And if you are it's a fascinating trip, I mean, we're talking 10 months, 10 countries. If you're interested in knowing more about it and seeing a, a, gr- a great video the uh, two women made, go to CyclingSilk.com or KateHarris.ca. You can uh, find out a lot more information about the trip and also uh, Kate's book, which is called Land of Lost Borders. Stick with us. We'll be right back.
0: RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages.
1: Do you know the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents? Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water, 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water and Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at LeBlue.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
3: For anyone who smokes cigarettes and wants to quit for good, there's a new company that's making it easier to quit smoking. It's called Zero. With Zero, you get physician prescribed medication to curb cravings, plus nicotine gum to help fight withdrawal symptoms, and continued support. It takes just five minutes to get signed up, and it's all done online, which makes Zero both simple and effective. See if you qualify today and get your discount by going to quit with RM. That's quit with RM, or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
1: Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro luggage, as it's the luggage that we use when we all travel. TravelPro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com for specials at their online store. And there's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
5: Get out the map, get out the map and they'll sing
0: participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to
3: rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Nice to have you in the house today for RM World Travel. This portion of the program is sponsored by butcherbox.com slash rm. Now, these delicious meats are delivered right to your door every month, and they're guaranteed to be humanely raised with no antibiotics or hormones ever. The beef is grass-fed, grass-finished, their chicken is organic and free-range, and their heritage-bred pork is raised to keep all their fat and flavor. And now they have wild Alaskan sockeye salmon. ButcherBox.com slash RM sources its pure, sustainably harvested salmon from Bristol Bay, Alaska, with cuts and quality that are impossible to find in stores. Besides the outstanding quality, we like that ButcherBox.com is affordable, with free shipping included. For delicious, high-quality meat and some salmon, by the way, nothing compares to this. And for a limited time, butcherbox.com/rm is offering everyone in the audience two pounds of wild Alaskan sockeye salmon, plus twenty dollars off to your first box when you sign up at butcherbox.com/rm. Don't miss this limited-time offer. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Richard Foss knows a lot about what we eat when we're flying on airplanes, or in some cases, don't eat. He's an author, a culinary historian. He's a lecturer. He lives in Manhattan Beach, California, where we reach him. And he's also written a book titled History of Food and Drink in the Skies that covers everything that's been eaten since humans first took to the skies. Richard, welcome to the show. Let me ask you right off the bat, are we eating better now in the skies than we did in, shall we say, olden times?
7: That's an interesting question. I can answer it by saying that, yes, the people who are flying in first class or business class definitely are. The rest of us usually aren't eating anything or are eating much worse. The problem is not the technology. As a matter of fact, the technology of frozen food has gotten so much better because when people created the first frozen airline meals, which they did actually during World War II for the military, they didn't know about the coefficient of, well, we have to cook the meat to this degree, the vegetables to this degree. They put everything on the plate and guessed. So the technology of frozen food has gotten spectacularly better. However... the service has not and will not ever be the meal service has not and will not ever be what it once was because of the fact that if you look at the peak of meal service was probably in the 60s and early 70s before the jumbo jets you used to have separate courses for your salad your main course your dessert that's not going to happen on an aircraft with as many people in it as we have now so everything has to be put on the plates and just basically get it out there as quick as possible and the airlines, by eliminating meal service in many cases, make it easier for service. And they do something else; they can make the food much better, but they don't have an economic incentive to do so.
3: Part really, of it. I, I thought that uh, some airlines trade now. Of course, you're right. You're talking business in first class. They make a big deal about their food. Yeah, they use that I, as a, as a marketing thing.
7: I can say that you will almost never see any kind of advertisement about the food in economy because sure. of the fact that when it's offered at all, it's generally terrible and terrible looking. It's something that is served cold. It's a sandwich. The airlines have made this into a profit center instead of an integral element of their service. They're trying to make flying as bad as possible and then make you pay to upgrade. They're trying to make it so that the standard for business people will be to pay business class, or if they prefer to call it premium economy, it's still something other than the cattle class in the back. But you and can. it's unfortunate, but it's the way that the economic incentives of our industry have gone.
3: But you can make a good cold sandwich, you can make a good cold salad for Coach.
7: Yes, you can, but think about what a good sandwich is. You're going to have, for instance, your bread and your lettuce, which are cold items that don't really last too well when packaged, along with moist things like meat, something else. Mm. When you're trying to do an aircraft worth of this, a good sandwich, I mean, think about what a good burger is. A good burger is going to have the hot meat and the fresh lettuce, and all of these things deteriorate. They can't do that kind of assembly. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of the things that are the most popular foods in America when it comes to fast food or easily packaged foods, they don't lend themselves very well to the situation aboard an aircraft. And the situation aboard an aircraft is hard enough already because of the fact that you have the cold, dry environment, which makes it so your sense of smell doesn't work as well, and that affects your sense of taste.
3: This does so not sound like a positive. A, this does not sound like a positive prediction for the future.
7: Well, it's not really. I happen to have flown a couple of times internationally recently and have had a wide variety of service aboard at different airlines, and I can say that you know, when a carrier wants to provide a decent meal, it's probably going to be a hot meal rather than a cold one. Cold foods are less aromatic.
3: Sure. Well, we're going to have you back on the show, Richard, when that happens. Richard Foss is uh, a culinary expert. He's written the book, History of Food and Drink in the Skies. Richard, thank you for stopping by and uh, explaining it to us. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number
0: one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
1: Well, it's your travel duo, Robert and Mary, back with you now for more RM World Travel and Destination Spotlight number 37 in our series, but it's the first of 2019, located in the 38th state in our nation, admitted to the Union in 1876, known as the Centennial State. Before we focus on the fun city of Breckenridge, Colorado, a quick message about our exclusive Destination Spotlight sponsor, Travel Pro Luggage.
2: Yes, and we were so excited to receive our order for the new Platinum Elite Luggage from Travel Pro. We were like little kids in a candy store. (laughs) We encourage you to also upgrade to a premium travel experience with their new Platinum Elite collection, we think it's actually Travel Pro's best luggage line ever. It's, it's
1: beautiful. It's, it's great luggage. Absolutely, folks. Listen, you could also take your travel the new lights with their Max Light 5 line, like Rudy, as it's as durable as ever and ultra lightweight. Whether it's the Platinum Elite, Max Light 5, or pieces from their other collections, one of the most important items to ensure a successful trip, it's quality luggage, and you're going to do none better than Travel Pro. Check out TravelPro.com for info, specials, and more. There's also a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors.
2: And now we're headed to Breckenridge as their tourism CEO, Lucy Kay, is holding on the line.
1: Welcome to RM World Travel, Lucy, and our destination spotlight on Breckenridge, Colorado.
2: Thank you
1: appreciate you being here today so listen you are located in such a special and beautiful part of this country mary and i have enjoyed our visits to breckenridge as well as nearby vale and aspen isn't too far from you either all are easy drives just west of denver ski season and the charm of your town in winter it's truly an experience so i would love to know quickly you know how is ski season going so far and what are you expecting for your winter tourism this year
5: well, we have had a great early season in terms of snowfall, especially compared to last year. So um, we got off to a great start. Christmas was solid, and Boquinsville are looking, looking pretty good for the winter.
2: That's great news. We've been hearing about the, um, the ski season. And Everybody's happy, happy to right? hear. <laughs> yes, it's great. We are very happy. Yes, I'm sure you are. So when I think of Breckenridge and, and our time that we've spent there, obviously the world-class skiing is the first thing I think of, which I think most people think of. But there's hiking, there's shopping, galleries, the history. It's an old mining town. But, you know, I saw something recently that Breckenridge is being considered America's fountain of youth. Could you share with our listeners why that is?
5: Yeah, the um, Journal of American Medical Association um, voted Summit County the highest life expectancy in all of the U.S., in Breckenridge and Breckenridge is in Summit County. Really? So I think it's a healthy lifestyle and just mm-hmm. attitude as much as anything.
1: Yeah, so if we want to live in a long of, life.
2: In, did you say in all of the United States? Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Time to move to Breckenridge. (laughs) Clearly it is. All right. Uh,
1: Well, we're going to talk a little bit about Breckenridge right now. I mean, listen, that historic Main Street that you have in Breckenridge, it really is quintessential of what I think, at least, of a winter ski town. It's casual, full of life. There's charming buildings. You've got great shops, terrific views everywhere you look, and it's also easy to navigate, which is, is nice. Yeah. So do I have it correct, Lucy, that you've added about two dozen new restaurants to the Main Street area in recent years?
5: Yeah, just in the last two years, we've got about two dozen new ones, which brings us close to about 100 restaurants and bars total. Wow,
1: that, that's, a, that's an amazing number for that area. Yeah,
5: for, for a population of 5,000 permanent residents, it's pretty incredible. We're pretty spoiled. Hmm. And they're great restaurants. I mean, it's very diverse and uh, you know we've got the distilleries and the brew pubs as well.
2: Right, of course, to go along with that fine food. And um, mm-hmm. so, starting in nine days on the on the 21st of January, I believe. I do want to touch, have you touch on this? You're going to be hosting the 29th annual International Snow Sculpture Championships. Um, When I looked into this, 20-ton blocks of snow are hand-carved only, and you're attracting teams from around the globe. So how did this come to Breckenridge, and can you give us an idea of what people will see being created?
5: Yeah, we started this. Um, really to still in January that used to be a bit of a slow month, which it is not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got 16 teams coming in from around the world. Um, we've got two, you know, uh, two from China, coming from Mongolia. They won last year. Mm-hmm. Turkey, Ecuador, and Mexico, countries that you wouldn't think would carp know. They do it all with hand tools. They work like crazy the first week, about 96 hours. And we do awards on the 25th. And then we have a week of viewing for the public.
1: Well, that's outstanding. So, I mean, I know that they have, I mean, it's a big thing around the world for sandcastle competitions, but the snow sculpting, uh, that, that's terrific. So does it draw a lot of people to the area in addition oh. to, I'm sure, right?
5: Absolutely. It, it actually is one of the, uh, the busiest weekends of the year. The weekend we do the awards. Huh. And we do a night show with colored lights on them and music and the band. It's, it's really quite nice, quite beautiful, too, It's just it's unbelievable what these artists can do.
1: Interesting. So we always like to ask folks when they're on the show with us, when we do the Destination Spotlights, to give us one item. So I'm going to ask you this. Please give us one item that you think is surprising about Breckenridge that will entice listeners that we have across the country up into Canada, Hawaii, Alaska, all around to come visit.
5: I think aside from the great um, outdoor events that people seem to know about, um, we are a certified Colorado Creative District. And in 2017, got um, an award for an Arts Vibrancy, uh, one of the few, uh, well, actually, the first Colorado town with an Albert Paley sculpture. So we have a vibrant art scene that a lot of people don't know about yet.
1: All right. So we got with the art scene. Uh, very nice to talk to you today, Lucy. We really appreciate it, folks. If you want to find out more, very easy website. It's just gobreck.com. gobrek.com. Lucy, enjoy the weekend, and thanks for your time today with us.
2: Thank you. Thanks, Lucy. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. All right, there goes Lucy. Breckenridge, Colorado, folks. A great place to visit uh, and very easy to get to just west of Denver. That's going to do it for Hour 1 of the program this week. Don't forget that you can find all of the places we're covering on the homepage of our website under Destination Spotlight. We still got a whole other hour coming up. When Mary, Rudy, and I return, we're going to get right back to talking everything and anything in the world of travel with you.